This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Low-income New Yorkers sue Mayor Adams over his refusal to expand rental voucher access. It's Thursday, February 15th, and this is your New York Daily News. Thursday's forecast calls for cloudy skies in New York City with a high near 38 and a low near 34. Before today's top story, former Mayor Michael Bloomberg is bankrolling a new high school where students graduate with the credentials and network to go right into jobs at the city's largest health care provider. The Northwell School of Health Sciences will open in Woodside, Queens for the 2025 through 2026 school year. It's expected to serve up to 900 students and offer unique learning tools from lifelike interactive mannequins to simulation technology that captures the sights, sounds, and smells of working in health care, education officials said. The Northwell School is receiving $24.9 million over five years from a national Bloomberg Philanthropies initiative to open 10 healthcare-focused high schools, including eight in cities and two in rural areas. The investment is earmarked for major startup costs, such as teacher recruitment, curriculum development, internship stipends, and classroom and lab materials and renovations. And New York City's Uber and Lyft drivers are getting a pay bump. The Taxi and Limousine Commission announced its annual inflation adjustment Wednesday for city rideshare drivers, a 3.49% hike, nearly a dollar per 30-minute trip. The annual adjustment is mandated by the city's minimum pay rule, which sets a minimum per-trip payment to drivers working for app-based rideshare companies. TLC estimates there are roughly 84,000 drivers affected by the pay bump. Wednesday's announcement comes as a coalition of Uber and Lyft drivers boycotted airports across the country on Valentine's Day, a banner holiday for air travel, demanding better pay from the rideshare behemoths. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Four New Yorkers who are either at risk of becoming homeless or already living in the shelter system sued Mayor Adams on Wednesday for refusing to implement a package of laws that would make it easier for them to access the city's rental assistance program. The lawsuit filed by the Legal Aid Society in Manhattan's Supreme Court on behalf of the four plaintiffs asks a judge to force the mayor to comply with the new laws, which he has said he can't due to cost and housing supply concerns. The disputed laws revolve around City FEPS, a city-funded voucher program that subsidizes rent on open market apartments for low-income New Yorkers. The laws, which have been a source of tense debate since the city council first passed them last summer, would expand access to vouchers by increasing the income cap for eligibility and removing a rule requiring beneficiaries to enter a shelter before they can apply, among other provisions. 
If the shelter entry requirements scrapped, income-eligible New Yorkers could use a rent demand from a landlord as grounds for getting a voucher, allowing them to stay in their homes while applying. The new lawsuit is seeking class action status to represent all New Yorkers who'd become eligible for city FAPs under the contested laws. One of the suit's named plaintiffs is Marie Vincent, a cancer survivor who has lived in a city shelter with her 12-year-old grandson since being evicted from their Bronx home last May when their land Lord sold the building. Vincent, who works nights as a housekeeper at a local hospital, said she can't apply for a voucher because she earns too much under current city FEPS rules. At the same time, Vincent said she earns too little to afford a new apartment, forcing her to remain in shelter. If the new laws were to take effect, she would be able to get a voucher, and she said the mayor's breaking his 2021 campaign promises by refusing to implement them. The three other plaintiffs are New Yorkers on the brink of being evicted from their apartments, including an 86-year-old Brooklyn woman who has been unable to afford rent since her husband died during the COVID-19 pandemic, according to court papers. Last week, the council authorized Speaker Adrian Adams to take legal action against the mayor over his refusal to put the new city FEPS laws into practice. Deputy Speaker Diana Ayala, who attended Wednesday's press conference on the city hall steps, said the council still hasn't decided whether it's going to file its own lawsuit. We are still exploring our options, Ayala told reporters. Council sources have said the speaker could opt to join legal aid suit instead of filing her own. The mayor vetoed the council's city FEPS reforms last summer, but was ultimately overridden in July. Since then, he has refused to implement the laws. Ex-City Council Speaker Christine Quinn, who runs family shelter provider Wynn and has been a booster of the city FEPS reforms, acknowledged the lawsuit might not produce a quick resolution. Before we have to go through months and months of court trials and all of those machinations, the mayor should, as we saw him do in the budget, change his position and implement these laws immediately, she said. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.